Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Friday the 20th of August and for the day the ASX 200 closed down at four points at 7,461, pretty much unchanged. All the gains in the morning session, or at least on the open, were dissipated mainly by the COVID update from New South Wales and further lockdowns uh, taking effect until the end of September. We had a high today of 75.12. We had a low of 74.54, so closing pretty much on our lows today. In terms of winners and losers today in the big cap stocks, we had uh, Red Bubble, RBL doing well, SGF, SG Fleet doing well, Western Areas, WSF, MyState, MYS, TWE, Treasury Wine, MAF, which is MA Financial Group, the old man and ING, love them, they were doing well today. And love, LOV, LaVisa, doing well today. On the negative side of the equation, though, unfortunately, we had Yang Cole down, YAL down with LKE, Lake Resources, 88E, Vulcan, VUL, Cochlear, COH, SYA, Siora, and FFX not doing so well. That's Firefinch today. In terms of positive sectors doing well today, we had the defensives doing pretty well. Stocks like CSL doing well today, and they were up 1.1%. We had Aristocrat up 1.7%. The likes of the ASX up 2.8%. Goodman Group 2.2%. Woolies up 1.18%. TWE had a 5.6% gain today as well. And Telstra cracked the $4 level up 1.3% today, so doing well there. In terms of negative sectors today, it was the resources. The bank's slightly negative, but it really was the resources today. BHP down 0.7. Could have been a lot worse given that massive hit to the iron ore price. Rio actually managed to eke out a small gain, and so did Fortescue, which was up 1.1. Not so good for Newcrest, though, down 3.2% for the day and Blue Scope Steel clobbering well being clobbered down 4% today South 32 down 3.1 Pilbara down 5.6 Linus having a bad day today 6.9% and Oracobre also having a bad day 5.7% down for lithium certainly a bit depressed in the lithium sector at the moment energy stocks also not doing too well today Santos down 1.3 Woodside managed to eke out a half a percent gain and as I say, Yankol results today down nearly 12%. In terms of the ASX 200 for the week, we are down 2.2%. That big bank basket pretty much unchanged, down around 20 cents, 180.75 today. We had NABs down 0.36, Westpac down 0.23, but CBA managed to hold fast up five cents today at 99.27, so not doing too bad. The Alltech index down 0.4 of a percent, Afterpay down 0.8 of a percent. Aussie gold continues to rally, but more on the back of the falling Aussie rather than the rising bullion price. We now have Aussie dollar gold at 25.01, so somebody's doing well out of that. Bitcoin pushing higher to 47.053. Aussie easing to 71.27, not that it matters too much 
for us as we're not going anywhere. 10-year yield dropping to 1.08, so lower for longer is going to be the mantra. Over in Asia, once again, another soggy session there. We had Tokyo down 0.9, Hong Kong down 2.6%. We saw big tech sell-off continuing in Asia, China down 1.6, and U.S. futures pointing to a little bit of a weaker start for the U.S. markets, with Dow futures currently down around 84 points and Nasdaq down around 26 points. In terms of other stock movers and shakers today, Red Bubble certainly were inflating their own bubble today, up 15.6% today. So having a really good couple of days after a bit of a wobble yesterday. Brokers generally pretty positive about that one. We also saw Western Areas doing very well today, and they were up around 6.8%. And we have seen Wailu, which is Twiggy Forest Company, emerged with 5.28% of Western areas, 16.9 million shares. So it obviously is in play, and Twiggy has made his ambitions known in the nickel sector. Treasury Wine Estates had a good day today. Brokers generally positive, 5.6% to the good. I wrote an article for Livewire, uh, which was in first thing this morning, uh, praising uh, Treasury Wine Estates. And we had Ingham's up 4.6% today. Good results. Market loves them. And Kogan doing well today as well, up 4.3%. They're currently, Afterpay is driving sales. And Kogan, amongst others, they're part of the Afterpay four-day uh, sales blitz up 4.3% today. 88E is another casualty, unfortunately, continues to be a casualty, down 10.5%, back down to 3.4%. People really can't be uh, patient for that Merlin One well to come back into focus next year. So uh, weakness there continues, as it does with LKE, which is Lake Resources. Uh, lithium down 11.7% today. Linus fell nearly 7% today, back down to $6.33. We are seeing lithium and rare earths and other commodity stocks under some pressure. Not helping Linus's case, of course, is the uncertainty regarding some of the politics in Malaysia at the moment. If there is a general election, then uh, that uh, lamp project in Malaysia always seems to get a little bit of politics surrounding it. So that's partly the reason for Linus. Pilbara fell 5.6% today. Lithium remains depressed. Jupiter Mines down 5.6%. That manganese mine in South Africa uh, also uh, under pressure with the iron ore price. Cochlear results today fell on deaf ears down 7.4%. And AXE Archer Materials answered a ASX price query and also responded to media articles about it. Certainly someone seems to have got it in for the stock. Um, and that stock dropped 18.1% today. That is my one stock portfolio stock recommended some time ago. Still $1.67. It was recommended at $0.75. Cents. So still, despite the volatility, still not doing too badly. AMS up 12% today. Good broker upgrades for that. And Kalium also did well today. KLL up 5.7%. Some Macquarie research out this morning with a seriously optimistic price target. And HUM, the one of the few buy now pay laters that actually makes a profit. Uh, they rose 7.7% today. Again, that was another stock that we commented on today in the newsletter. 
Speculative stock of the day was IDT Australia, up 19.6%. Good volume. It got an ASX speeding ticket yesterday on the vaccine manufacturer discussions with the Vic government and MIPS. So some good news for them. And another quick roundup of the corporate results today. We had Yankol results, stock falling 11.8%. First half profit was 129 million X items. That was a loss versus a year ago, 37 million loss. Revenue of 1.78 billion. Year ago, 1.97 billion. Operating EBITDA 406 versus a year ago, 488. So clearly missing and disappointing there. PWR holdings unchanged today. Full year. Profit 16.8 year ago, 13. Final dividend of six cents. Revenue was a little bit light on at 79.2 million. Consensus around 84.5. Clean away waste management, CWY, the stock code there, up nearly 4% today. Full year underlying EBIT 535.1. Consensus was 534.5. So pretty much. In line, revenue 2.41 billion, consensus 2.36, final div 2.35 cents. And Ingham's, love them, up 4.6%. Full year underlying profit 101.2 million versus consensus of 89. So chicken licking good there. Revenue 2.67 billion, consensus smack in line 2.67 billion. Final dividend 7.5 cents. And Cochlear. Fell 7.4% today. Full year net underlying profit 236.7. Consensus 244.6. Revenue spot on with consensus of 1.49 billion. Final dividend $1.40 unfranked. And FY22 guidance net profit 265 to 285 million. CapEx 70 to 90 million. And the board is committed to maintain a dividend policy which targets a 70% payout of underlying net profit. Sydney Airport also today down 0.26%, probably more to do with the extension of the lockdown in Sydney for another month. Uh, they reported full year net profit of a loss of 97.4 against a year ago of 53.6. Revenue 351 million year ago, 511. Surprised there's any revenue at all. Uh, to be honest, and the board remains open to engaging with Sydney Aviation Alliance should they be prepared to lift their offer. This is going to be an interesting one of who blinks first, given the lockdown in Sydney has now been extended to September. And St Barbara, down 3.1%. It's going to incur a non-cash impairment in the range of 250 to $300 in million in its FY21 reports. And Adair was up 1.9% today. Reported full year EBIT of 109.1. Consensus 109.7. So a slight miss. But underlying net profit was better than consensus with 75.4. Slightly beating that. And they did offer a trading update for the first seven weeks. uh, Which was not too bad. Uh, In the first seven weeks of FY22, 40% of uh, store trading days have been lost due to government-mandated lockdowns. They are not giving any guidance. Nothing today on the economic front. Asian stocks under pressure again. Toyota is cutting global production by around 40% in September. And China has continued to attack big tech stocks with a tough new data protection laws known as the Personal Information Protection Law. Probably sounds better in Chinese. Uh, European markets looking to open mildly positive. 
but mildly being the operative word. Goldman Sachs cuts quarterly US growth outlook to 5.5%. And Morrison's, the big UK supermarket, has received a sweetened bid from private equity. That's about it from me today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great weekend. Stay safe, stay sane and get vaccinated.